Okay, so it's the 8th of June, uh, day 712 of lockdown. Um, and with a deep sigh, I'm going to talk about J.K. Rowling. Because of, you know, because at a time uh, where there's a global pandemic that we're all struggling with and all trying to get, deal with together, at a time when we're protesting police brutality and justice against the black community worldwide, the largest civil rights movement ever, just in terms of scale, J.K. Rowling has decided that we weren't paying enough attention to her and that we should talk about her. So I'm going to. I'm going to give her what she wants. <sighs> but not how she wants it. So a bit of backstory. Uh, anyone who knows me knows that I, which is, I presume all of you, I, I, I'm always interested in the idea that there's people who have no idea who I am who are listening to this. I hope that's the thing. I really hope that's the thing. In which case, hey, leave a comment. Find me on Twitter, at Marjoy Loves. Tell me what the hell, where the hell you found it. Um, <laughs> what? Um, I am part of an improv troupe uh, called The Spontaneous Players, and we do two main shows. Uh, which is Spontaneous Sherlock, a completely improvised Sherlock Holmes show, and Spontaneous Potter, uh, an unofficial parody Harry Potter show. It's incredibly unofficial. If if anyone asks, we are super unofficial. Uh, so, I make money off of uh, the worlds that J.K. Rowling has created. And as a Oh, okay. Let's let's go into this. Let's go into this. J.K. Rowling, over the weekend, late at night, presumably. I mean, a lot of people were joking that uh, I saw a tweet that joked, uh, "I love this magic trick." Or sorry, I hate this magic trick where J.K. Rowling turns a turns half a bottle of wine into a transphobic rant. Because that's essentially what happened, right? And late evening, uh, on Saturday evening, J.K. Rowling just decides. To go off on one, uh, and I'll explain why. Right, I'll explain what what led to this. She was reading an article, which was talking about um, I was talking about uh, uh, dealing with like uh, period products and menstrual products after the uh, and the distribution thereof after the epidemic, and it used the term. Uh, people who menstruate. And J.K. Rowling, her first tweet was, I'm sure there used to be a word for this. Was it Womben? Womened? Womenden? Um. So, okay. J.K. Rowling's issue here is that um, the use of is the use of inclusive language. That is what she's against here. People who menstruate or menstruating people or menstruators or you know, <laughs> all sorts of different terms to mean, uh, which mean just that people who menstruate, which includes which includes uh, most women, uh, like most cis women, not all. That's a, a, a an important point for a million reasons, uh, either medical or otherwise. Uh, it also includes uh, trans men, uh, not all trans men, but a lot of trans men. 
Uh, it also includes uh, any non-binary people who were uh, it also can include any non-binary people who were assigned female at birth. So, or anyone else along that spectrum who was born, you know, with <laughs> who was like she knows this, right? Who was born with like who who was born with ovaries, right? I can't and she knows this and yet and yet J.K. Rowling uh, we have known and I say we I mean the trans community have known for a while that J.K. Rowling is a transphobe we know this we know this this is not an arguable point okay people have been arguing it since Saturday but she's not transphobic she is I am a trans person and I can tell you that she is Okay? Uh, if you're not a trans person, you don't get to be part of that debate. You can debate other stuff that she said, but you cannot debate that she uh, is not as transphobic. You can't. She has liked, she's accidentally retweeted, she has accidentally copy and pasted uh, comments by vile transphobes. And finally, she's always been able to hide it behind the fact that she, you know, uh, likes or likes or not uh, likes on Twitter are not necessarily uh, commendations. Is that the word? I can't remember the term. You know what I mean? Uh, the thing that people always say, but she can't now because she followed us up. Her she followed up this tweet about wasn't the word women women this tweet that is completely uh, erases trans men and non-binary and non-binary people because she doesn't care about them because she doesn't care about trans people because she's a transphobe again I cannot state that enough um, with a, 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 one of these weird tweets that you see from transphobes about how sex is a thing sex is, a, sex is real and I am just telling the truth and it's like okay Like, okay, <laughs> not all trans people agree on the distinction between sex and gender. Uh, not all scientists agree on the distinction between sex and gender. But what all scientists do agree is that trans people exist and are valid and... Uh, like, like, and that's it, right? Um, I've had people, because people talk about how, oh yeah, uh, there's a difference between sex and gender. Uh, you're still male, even though you're a woman. I've had someone say that to me. And it's like, that's not correct. Like, I was, like, uh, the only, pe and also, the only people who it's important, that would be important to, would be a doctor who would know about all this, because I would tell them. Uh, or, and it's in my, it's in all of my uh, documents and stuff, like, a person in the street doesn't need to know that. You know, like that's that's a wild thing to for people to to demand to know. You know, so people don't. So she's having an argument that nobody's having, and transphobes do this all the time. Like she has this argument where she just says, "I'm just telling the truth." Boom. Then she follows up with 
a couple of other tweets. One of one of which was is literally just quote tweeting um, a woman with four hundred and fifty followers, which, considering she's one of the most followed people on Twitter, is an aggressive move. Deliberately aggressive move, right? And now all that person tweeted was saying is why are you wh- why are you doing this? <laughs> Essentially, like why are you doing this? And it's because she hates trans people. Uh, that's it. Like, that's it. And the argument she then makes is, uh, God, it gets so confused, as it always does. Uh, essentially, it just comes down to the idea that she's like, going, I am a woman. I was, I am defined by the fact that I was raised a woman. And I'm like, okay, good. Cool. I am defined by the fact that I am a woman and was not raised a woman. See, we can both do it. You know, like, we can both say stuff, but my being, my being a woman who was not raised as a woman does not in any way infringe upon the fact that you're a woman who was raised as a woman. And I'm very aware that I wasn't raised as a woman. Trans women, as a whole, are very aware that we were not raised as women. It's kind of the whole thing. Unless we were lucky enough that uh, we were in a that we realised early and we're in a supportive environment that would that's that's great but that's the kind of thing that J.K. Rowling hates uh, she said in this tweet that if you were being discriminated against I would march with you if if you were being discriminated against J.K. Rowling is so in denial of her own transphobia that she's denying that transphobia exists at all. Like, that is an insane statement. If you were be, if like we do, like she was, we do march. There's a trans pride march every year. We march alongside the other pride march as well. Uh, like the the main pride marches, we march there. We march all the time. We have been marching. Marsha P. Johnson was marching in 1970. Right? Trans people have always been marching. So for her to say that is so wild to me. Uh, like, it's, she's like, I've got trans friends, and I, she says, I have trans friends and I love them. I'm like, you don't. Deep down, you don't. You might be cordial with them, and you might retweet them because they're, because their views of corroborate yours, but you don't love them. You hate us. The Harry Potter books are interesting to me because um, I remember getting given the first four Harry Potter books uh, at one time. Uh, I think my aunt bought them for me, I think. I think my aunt Sally bought them for me. Uh, or my parents did. At some point, I got them at one Christmas and I read them. I read through all four of them. Um, or did I get the first three one Christmas and then get the other four? What you're gathering from this is I read them and enjoyed them, but they weren't like defining things in my life. I read a lot. I've talked about this before. I read a lot when I was a child. And to me, the Harry Potter books were just other, bu- were just other books. But uh, I, I, I liked them. I enjoyed them. And I have since reread them, and they're they're 
they have huge edges looking like looking back at them but as kids books they're they're clearly very good right they clearly uh work they have a huge fan base and this is the thing because i perform these shows and I don't perform them for J.K. Rowling, I perform them for the, the people who are Harry Potter fans because the people who are Harry Potter fans are some of the most incredible people I've ever met. Some of the most, like, just chill, open, tolerant, supportive people I've ever met. The people who come to see our shows and dress up and have uh, and enjoy it are, are fantastic. And as far as I'm concerned, that's who Harry Potter belongs to. It doesn't belong to J.K. Rowling. It hasn't for a long time. It hasn't since she wrote the last the last page of the last book. Maybe even before that. It's the people who do uh, web comics like uh, My Life is a Background Slytherin. It's the people who do very Potter musicals. It's the people who do Potter Potter. It's the people who do... Uh, the the Potter puppet pow pow popper I can never get that right the pot the puppet one you know the one I mean <laughs> so people who write fan fiction about it and some of it's cringy and some of it's uh, like like people figuring stuff out about themselves that's great as far as I'm concerned uh, and the people who come and see our shows are those people they're the people who don't mind taking the piss out of the obvious flaws in the books, which is what we do, who don't mind critically looking at this world as you created and going, okay, some stuff people really love, but let's look critically at all the the messed up stuff, like the fact that there is one East Asian character, her name is Cho Chang, uh, like the fact that after all Harry goes through, he fucking becomes a cop, uh, you know, like... <laughs> Like the the goblins being obvious anti-Semitic caricatures, you know, like this is stuff that we like like the really half-baked fucking. Um, sorry for swearing. Uh, <laughs> really, I'm swearing more about this than I have about the transphobia. Uh, <laughs> uh, allegory for slavery that was the the house elves, like the tone deafness of a lot of her stuff. Her claiming that there has been a gay character in the books all along, but not actually ever writing that character as being gay. Which is not representation, it's pandering and we know it is and we don't like it. Uh, yeah, Harry Potter doesn't belong to her anymore. It belongs to those people. And that's those are the people who we do the show for. And if you want if you and in terms of like kids books, right? I grew up with so many amazing kids books. I wrote I read um Ed Joe Murphy's The The Wasp Witch series. So, you know, it's a, about a, a, a young magic user who goes to a school for magic. Uh, but unlike Harry Potter, who is like the best at all magic and the greatest and everything, uh, Mildred Hubble is terrible at magic. She is the worst witch. <laughs> uh, and I love those I loved those books growing up. Uh, Alan Garner's books. Uh, the Weird Stone of Brisingerman. Elidor. The Owl Service is a fantastic standalone book. That's great. C.S. Lewis is the Lion Watch Wardrobe and all the other uh, Chronicles of Narnia. Uh, fantastic books. When you get to a certain, we get a reasonable age, just start reading uh, Discworld novels. I've talked about Terry Pratchett before, but hey, do you want to talk about uh, somebody who 
is, is already is already making strides about gender in the eighties in terms of magic users read equal rights the Discworld novel, uh, which was my favorite Discworld novel growing up. You know, like and these people, these authors, none of them have ever, as far as I'm aware, said anything explicit. I mean, C.S. Lewis and Alan Garner are both both dead. So even if they did, they wouldn't be getting my money. You know. J.K. Rowling is the worst. I will say that. <laughs> I'll say that. At a t- like I say, at a time when the world has so much focus on important work. For her to come out this, oh, it's also Pride Month. Yeah? Of course she might brought this all up on Pride Month. Because she doesn't care. She says she has lesbian friends. She shares an article from a, 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 a website about a scared lesbian uh, who's terrified by the by the trans rights movement. But she doesn't love us. She doesn't love trans people. She doesn't love lesbians. She doesn't love the queer community. She loves having lots of money. That seems to be something she's good at. She loves not having her worldview challenged in any way, shape, or form. And she loves letting down a generation of people who believed in her. doesn't care. She just doesn't care. So, uh, stay well, stay safe, stay home, stay informed, stay educated, and if you get a chance to buy official Harry Potter merchandise, or unofficial, I think you know which way to go. My name's Reed Marajai. Thanks very much. Goodbye.